Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Peppers from a Chimney! Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands. A land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using the Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. Good people, one extra notice about this episode 9 of session 4. I must apologize as my production team, i.e. me, I did done goof, made a mistake, was vexed. Normally, when I drag a player into the private whisper channel in Mumble, you are able to hear myself and the player having our super secret conversation. Well, herein is where I did goof. You can hear me, but you can't hear the player. A minor glitch, and it's just for this first of the Session 4 episodes. So, no more to be said. Please, sit back, stay tuned, and do enjoy. So, are we going to be able to find all our gear um, just lying around? It really <laughs> depends on the Isn't things that, just... that you do and how happy you make me feel. <laughs> So we're going to be dead by the end of the session, then. Is that what you're saying? No, I would never just intentionally kill you guys. That, I mean, if that's up to you guys and um, the decisions you make. You would unintentionally kill us. Yeah, well, if you play stupid, the, the asteroid hits you. That's just a rule. <laughs> okay. You guys pretty good to good to roll? I am. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. sure, why not? <laughs> so, recapping from last week. Here we go. Uh, session four. What is this place that you've stumbled upon, past the Garden of Zur Mushrooms? Could Norbit and Volan be right, suggesting that perhaps you are still in a dream? Surely this act of escaping is divine in nature. After all, there's a would-be pallet in your midst. But, alas... Your bid for freedom is bamboozled. After just a moment, a heartbeat into your escape, a sleeping skeleton is awakened by your passage. Fear not, good listeners. Our slave heroes were not done in by this ancient and decrepit adversary. In fact, the story is quite the opposite. The she-devil ravenfolk locksmith named Clicker took hold of the skeleton's ribs and with one mighty heave broke the skeleton into itty-bitty tiny bits. The one-time archaeologist, Thorn, knows that the room they are in holds a secret. But is there time? Which route will lead them to freedom? Is it to the east, where they must deal with a chasm and the remains of a fallen bridge? Or is it to the west, where they must pass through a couple of large stone doors? Or perhaps, is it this pedestal in the center of this room? West and past the stone double doors, they must once again contend with the undead, but this time, they have fortune. The skeleton doesn't attack, but instead shambles from its throne northwards, giving Volan the opportunity to, with with his claws, rake the undead apart and claim the tarnished sword. 
Under gossamer webs is a chest that had once contained four bottles of something, and a north wall has the only symmetry seen thus far, symmetrical concentric stonework that circles a tiny hole. South of this room are tiny cells and an office with another undead that needs dispatching. This time, Norbert does the deed, and his claws are just as deadly as Volan's. Why hadn't the captors declawed them? Because the GM, me, can't think of every damn thing. Past the office, they find a sealed door that Clicker yanks open, revealing a bedroom. Herein, the furniture doesn't fall apart, and you find clothing, backpacks, and four keys. As you get dressed, pink light flares from the stone strips along the floor, lighting up everything. On returning to the throne room, voices can be heard from the room with a pedestal. It's Nit and Ona Ona. Quickly, you take cover in the hall with the cells, but Clicker braves discovery and listens to their conversation. They are searching for you, but oddly, they haven't found the stone double doors. There's my recap. Yay, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> Someone should be. You <laughs> very much should be. Well done. Uh, you know how many hours I sit whittling away at that stuff? When you should be working? When I should be working, exactly right. That's why I use Google <laughs> Drive. So I can sit on the can and uh, type or when I'm at work and supposed to be working. Oh, fantastic. Hey, where's Care. that map, by the way? Oh, uh, yeah. Here's the map. And you missed out a part in the recap as well. Uh-oh. Yeah, when the, light, when the lights came on down on the floor, um, the hostess didn't stand up and say there are exit to the front, the rear, and out the sides over the wings. I don't think you're supposed to recap what didn't happen. <laughs> but see, look, it's hard to see what actually happens within Mick's mind. So we just go with it. We just yeah. go with it. Yeah, yeah. He takes us on a journey. So, so currently, we're flying somewhere. We're not actually <laughs> in a cave. This is actually a plane. Uh, this so, is, this has got to be a link into something here. I know he's got a, uh, he's thinking well, he's something. Talking, he's talking about the lights that run down the uh, pathway. Oh, far. Yeah. Yeah, course. yeah. Yeah. Of course. That's of right. Course. Yeah. Why didn't I think she I'd stands up that? the front and says, in the event of an emergency, a mask will drop from the top of the cave. Yep. Use that to strangle Norbert. Okay, I'll start up some background music, which I was supposed to have done before, but that's why we got to do, do things in post. So, quick question. Um, there was that bed before, wasn't there? Yes. Which um, you took the linen from. I did. I am actually going to go back, because um, Thorn looks towards the pine and goes, well, I, I think I might be able to saw something that could help me with uh, one of the uh, spells I used to know. Um so um, he heads heads out down there just to inspect the um, the pillow and possibly the mattress. See if you one, can find any. One minute, though. I should a couple other things I should let you know. Uh, it's roughly one thirty on December fourth. Don't know if the conditions are the same as they were. Clicker uh, is still sitting at the double doors, and he has just finished giving you guys the thumbs up. So before we do anything else, I need all of you guys to first give me... Actually, um, were any of you 
at any point in time while Clicker was um, on this side of the doors before he went to the other side of the doors. Were any of you guys with him or did you guys all kind of like map wise, you guys are all in that southern hallway. Did any were any of you at one point near Clicker? I thought I was with him initially, at least. We all ran up and then we all ran and then three of us ran back. Remember? But only Clicker was there when when Nit and Ona Ona yeah. came back up, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so then I need all of you guys then to give me a perception check. In the tower? Uh, yes, please, in the tower. Okay. You don't have to clicker. Uh, you're actually, you get to actually uh, uh, avoid this one. So I'm going to start off before we get into doing anything too much. Uh, there's a couple of things I need to have some private conversations about. So. First, I'm taking Tua into the private channel. Okay, private channel time. So, this is... You can hear me okay? Okay. So you, as an archaeologist, are aware that this place has been built by the Fae. You know that much. You also know... Uh, from where what you've experienced so far, that this room where you can hear the people in the other chamber so well has clearly been acoustically designed to eavesdrop on that pedestal room. I need you now to give me a history check. I know. Okay. Uh, so, last thing here is... At one point, while Clicker, while Clicker was sitting there listening at the door, a moment or two before he gives that thumbs up, you did notice something. You noticed that the darkness of the tiny hole faded, and you could see into the hole. It looked very much as your your hand had felt had felt around it, uh, circlish with a flat bottom part to it. Except now you can kind of see a little bit ways down the hole, and you notice that there is an image. Uh, to the left and right of the hole, perhaps carvings. But after roughly 30 to 45 seconds, the darkness kind of just shimmers and it's back. No, neither that. He clicked at the, this is while Clicker is sitting on the floor with his, his feet up against the door, holding the door closed. Okay. Perhaps, but it did happen, uh, and, and you did you did notice that at, at that in that moment. And this is the moment before you decide to go south, as you as you suggested. You could probably give me an, a, another perception check in the tower. Yes, yeah. Oh, nice. You noticed that you, you, you were able to discern enough from the distance that you were that they were definitely a couple of symbols. They looked like symbols. Not like words, but symbols. Pic Picture-ish symbols. Not pictographs, but, well, to your archaeologist eye, perhaps. Okay? N not from not from where you are at the in, in the hallway. You would have to probably go closer to to know more. 
Now you cannot see them anymore. That's correct. Yep. Okay. Alrighty. I will let you know more in a bit. So I'll take you back. Okay, we are back. And this time, I need to take Clicker into the private channel. So we're all going to die, guys. Cool, that's good to know. Should I leave now or leave later? Oh, look, I mean, why would you leave now and miss the fun? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Don't sound so morbid. Nah. Anyway, my plan is to head south because I'm going to try and loot the room for uh, possible uh, spell components. So, which room are you looting? The well, office room? The bedroom, because I'm hoping that it's going to be made of down the pillow so I can get some a, a feather out of it. And right. um, on top of that, if I can find some sand and soot, that would be helpful. But I'm You not... know we have a bird person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. I could just pluck a feather <laughs> off him, couldn't I? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh... <laughs> uh pluck what are you doing i'm just using your hair for a ritual don't worry about it <laughs> I'll, I'll oh, let, let me do it let me do it please let me do it please let me do it <laughs> it'd have to be a tail feather though like not a head feather it'd have to be like a big long tail feather something that hurts on the way out I've got a cat sitting on my t um computer table and I was going to say, you know, if you could find a cat, there'd be a kitty litter try that would do the sand. I know, I know. But are we, we're not really in desert yet, are we? I got the impression that we were kind of like... Out we're, of no, like all this part is stone. This is all like worked stone. But I mean, outside, outside is desert. Yeah. Is it? I, I thought we were getting close to desert because, I mean, if outside was desert, we could probably collect some sand from what, what what we're currently wearing. We probably need to worry about the people preventing us from getting outside right now. <laughs> no, 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 because sand gets everywhere, so we'd already have sand on ourselves. Yeah, and you know the, the backpacks that we're carrying? The old ones? They're band, band, there's bound to be some sand in there. we just got to turn them upside down and shake them a bit. Hopefully. What else was it you needed? Some soot. Soot, yeah. Soot's found in a fireplace. The doors to the cells, were they wooden? I think all the doors except for the one are all like shambly wood. Like you could probably put your fist through it. If I remember correctly. Yeah, so there would be a strong argument here to say that someone attempted, while they were in the cell, to get out of the cell by setting the door on fire, which would mean that we would be able to find a plank that used to be a door that's got some soot on it. I mean, I have no issues with that plan. So, does that cover all of your requirements? Because I'm happy to go there. <laughs> Definitely. Level 10, here we come. Okay, Clicker. Can you hear me okay? So, when you were in the room with the 
the four columns or pillars and the pedestal. While you were walking around and Ona Ona was in the south, you did notice something else that I, I probably should have, have mentioned that would have been very clear to you. Um, I'm going to point to it with an arrow in the map. In that room there, you see me, the pink arrow, pur purplish arrow pointing to that room that is just to the east of the pillar room. That being the room where you guys, um, well, or I guess you and Norbit had broken a lot of the furniture. When you are in the room with the pillars and you're looking about and you looked at the column and looked to see what was going on, all of these rooms are lit up by that, that little strip of stone at the bottom of the walls, giving um, kind of a pinkish uh, hue of light to everywhere you're at. You can see into that east room, but past that east room, down that tunnel towards where the broken fallen bridge is, the lights have, are, are their lights are out. You cannot see down that way. Um, you can see a little bit, but then very clearly, uh, it just gets darker and darker, and you no longer you can no longer see. Okay, I'll bring us back. We are back. I'm taking Volan, guys. All right, Volan, you hear me okay? All right. In ancient times, ogres, trolls, and fae sometimes took human mates. Their descendants are the trollkin, tall, lanky, brutish in appearance. During their long history of the Southlands, many immortal and monstrous races have crossbred with humans. The trollkin can breed true, even between variants, and often causing combinations of attributes and abilities. So. What I wanted to ask you uh, very specifically is to please think about what are your crosses or your what other what other bloods do you have in you? Okay. Okay. And Sounds cool. Okay, I'm going to take us back to the other channel. Sounds good. All right, I've had my uh, private conversations with each of you guys. Um, now then, sorry, what were you planning to do? So uh, right at this moment, Clicker is still against the door, feet against it. He's just giving you guys a thumbs up. What was what were you wanting to do? So for myself, I was going to just see if I can collect um, some, hopefully some spell components for my spells. Um, so I'm going to go back down to the uh, bedroom, see if I can find any feathers within the uh, the uh, bed. If I don't, then as a, as a fallback measure, <laughs> um, I might get Norbit to pluck a feather from Clicker, but we won't try that just yet. You okay. sure? Because I'm more than happy to go and, and pluck a feather. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm the last of the great feather pluckers, you know. Okay. Oh, Norbert. I'm coming for you. You are Norbit. You're coming for yourself. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I do. Hmm. So, do I find what I'm after within the room? In fact, you know. So, you were looking for feathers and for. Sand and soot as well, if possible. Sand and soot. Soot, you will not find. Uh, sand, yes, you'll find sand uh, in, in the remains of the, the desk. Okay. 
like it, but how you're going to carry it will be interesting. I guess you could throw it into the bottom of your pouch or your um, in the backpack. backpack. In the backpack, one, one of for, the side pockets of the backpack. Now, as far as far as feathers go, this is just going to be. Let's make it a chance, fifty-fifty chance that you're going to find some feathers uh, inside the um, the down comforter that's there. Or the comforter. So um, low low is you find, high you don't find. So percentage dice check. So am I rolling? Yes. Oh, look at that, 40. Looks like you find some feathers. Oh, you just take all the fun out of feather plucking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am standing outside the jail cell at this point in time. And knowing that he's looking for stuff, I walk into the jail cell that I'm standing outside of, and I look on the wall where I see that someone has scratched on the wall with a piece of charcoal. The words, um, let's see if we can screw the DM. Surely the, and I can scrape the black charcoal off the wall, which is the soot that we are looking for as well. Instead, Clicker hears the sounds of footsteps approaching inside the inside the other room. Bashir? An interesting place that you found, Nit. It wasn't me, Bashir. They found it. They are in here, trying to escape. I see. Hmm. With all this uh, pink light, I suppose it's no surprise they found this place. So, why didn't we see this light before? The quake? It was Nit, sir. She figured it out. Those glowing mushrooms over there, they provided some light, but here, in these strange halls, it was dark. Nit, she put the glowing mushroom inside the holes on those stone mushrooms and the light turned on. Well, I i mean except down there where it's still dark. Interesting, interesting. Very smart, Nit. I will be sure to let Lord Rishi know. Now then, which of you has the Cuprite Stone? I do. Okay, give it to Ona Ona and Ona, you stay at the entrance with Tom Hanakar. So, uh, Cedric, what do you think about all this? I think... I think they're still here, but where? Why, that be the question. The ring. It be warm still, but the where, the where be fuzzy. Sir, I do need more time. This place is like nothing I've ever seen, Bashir. Strange halls and... What hands made this? It's clean everywhere. No dust except here, at this entrance. Is someone living here? I've not heard a whisper and I've been listening. What about those piles of wood chips? Why that and no dust? So you've explored? You think I'm a fool? No, I didn't explore. Not without more people. There could be... Fuck off, Bashir. Ah, uh, Nit. Okay, I see. 
And that ledge back there, where the Zur mushrooms are, you check to see if they're hidden up there? I'm not completely incompetent in tracking, Bashir. That disturbed dust where the mushrooms are, it shows their footprints coming to this room. And I look through this room. Nothing. And that room there, past the broken door. Nothing. Hell. I even tapped the walls, thinking, hidden door. I found nothing. I'm a guard, not a tomb raider. I don't want to search runes and get bitten by a snake. I don't want to fall in a pit or be chased by a stupid giant stone ball. For what it's worth, I think they went deeper. So, no tracks? Only the tracks that led to this room. And it's clear they came in here. I even checked the northeast passage. There's rubble halfway down there. And another cave with more glowing mushrooms. Past that, a couple passages. And I'm not going further. That's some good work, Nit. You keep that cuprite stone close. I guarantee you, being away this long, they'll be able to access their magics again. They've a taste of fresh air, nose to the wind as it were. So we're going to need to damage them. That can't be avoided. Right, right. Now, uh, go and reinforce Tamahanakar and, and Ona Ona, but stay inside and you guard that entrance. And it's quiet for a bit. Hmm, yes. Okay, Nit. It seems like they're, those strange gnolls are at it again. They've taken another of the humans, and Lord Rishi hunts them. One of ours, Bashir? No, no, thankfully not one of yours. Understood. Rishi's people. Damn impertinent. Yeah. Cedric, did you notice? The Zur mushrooms, they're not wild. They have a look of a garden, but one that hasn't been tended for a long time, and and these walls. Damn it. I feel what's this I feel I feel joy. Sir, what will you do? Will you tell her true? No, Cedric. I don't think, if we let her know, she won't be happy, and if she finds out, well that ring you wear, as you know, it belongs to her, our tools to find, <sighs> she's, it's best she remains in the dark, we best find them quick, the front door is covered, so is there a back door, hey, hey Nit, fetch Farid and Naima, I want them out searching the other barrows. Have them look for another door. It's quiet again. You don't hear anything. And again, Bashir. What more can you tell me about that portal? You mean, other than in my report, sir? There no be much. We weren't able to get him to talk. Is Delia, he be tight-lipped. <laughs> I do he have lips. No, no, sir. No, we found him fishing near the giant, the, near the hamlet of Maiden's Hunt. We did fight and struggle for the whole journey, so we had to keep him sedated. 
In the water? No, sir. He was standing like any man fishing, on the shore, with pole in hand. Like any man? What's this, then? Some frivolous... Which god created his people? A new race? Ah, time's wasting. We need to search. Deeper, says Nit. Deeper I go. Cedric, you head back and see if you can scale that ledge. Check there, and then join me. Deeper. Oh, and, uh, actually, maybe... Go, go back to the camp and grab me the nigiri eye patch. That might prove useful. And then you guys hear steps heading out once more. Well, I should say Clicker heard all of that. And Volan standing there, you probably would have heard a majority of it as well. It's now quiet, quick, uh, Clicker. I should mention too, uh, Volan, since you were standing there, give me a perception check in the tower. Yep, no, you heard everything, uh, um, same as them, but you never noticed anything else. Clicker, uh, you too, while you're standing there, or while you're sitting there, can you also give me a perception check in the tower? Hmm. So as you were sitting there, Clicker, um, and you heard, you heard the conversations, but you also heard the footsteps very, very clearly, much more so than any of your companions heard anything other than conversation. Uh, when the footsteps were walking around, uh, you did note that in your room something uh, happened, like you could feel something pass across you, like a, a breeze, but not really a breeze. I mean, you, you felt like something kind of tickled across your skin and moved past. And when you looked about uh, to, to see if you could see anything, uh, you did notice that every once in a while, when you when you felt that, that tickling sensation at least twice. And when you looked about at one point, just one point, you had noticed that um, the darkness of the tiny hole, it, it flickered. It's almost like the DM wants us to have a look at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going there. I'm going up so, to the hole with my handful of magic mushrooms and I'm going to put my magic mushrooms in the hole. So I'll I'll go up. I look at Volan when I've come back finding uh, a couple of things go. Any, anything happened while I was away? Oh, the... The guards came and left. Should be good to move now. Okay, well, I'm going to inspect. What's Norbit doing up there? I saw the uh, darkness up there. That little hole disappear sometimes. I thought I saw a couple of images. Not sure which. So I'm stuffing a couple of handfuls of mushrooms into the hole. I, I stop him from doing so. <laughs> I knock them away. Damn! Now I gotta pick them up again. Just, just wait. I want to see if I can uh, read what the uh, images inside this thing are. Okay. So, um, the darkness is still there. Uh, so you you can't see what you've seen before at the moment. So did I see an actual end to the hole when the darkness disappeared? 
you didn't see an end, uh, but you could see a distance down for sure. You could at least see from where you were standing previously, you would have seen at least five feet down that hole. Okay. And it was only the size of of someone's hand, isn't it? It's a small hole. It's a tiny hole, yes. It's the shape of a circle with um, a uh, chunk taken out of the bottom of it. That's basically the uh, cross-section. Yes, that's correct. Yep. So I look at the others and go, do we have anything like this that could fit in the hole? Like a a cylinder with a a flat bit along one of the sides? So you said you were going to look in the hole and you knocked the uh, Norbit away from uh, uh, putting the the mushrooms mushrooms. in? He knocked the mushrooms out of my hands and so the mushrooms are now on the ground. I'm on the ground now on my hands and knees picking up the mushrooms. Okay. Not uh, happy. So, you, and you were you said you were going to do... So after you knocked them out, you were going to do what? Just uh, have a look and wait till the darkness disappears so I can get a better look at these uh, symbols. At this point, uh, the darkness remains. So when was it disappearing? Give me um, intelligence or wisdom. I think this would be a wisdom. Give me a wisdom check. There you go. Yeah. Um, you try to correlate. You certainly aren't able to correlate. Uh, but Ivan, or so Ivan, Clicker uh, might have a better chance because he was right there. She. she yeah sorry clicker she fart and i was thinking about that in my head too she 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 oh i was i was correcting so many times but i was i was disconnected so or disconnecting so you didn't even... okay so give me give me your wisdom check mm. yep yep oh look, you're you're rolling you're rolling like a blaze so Although you only seen the darkness flicker once, um, you're able to correlate that the dark when the darkness flickered, it was when a softer set of footsteps was heard approaching. I relay this information, group. You don't. You don't think that's. Uh... You don't think that's knit with that uh, little stone they have that uh, dissipates magic, right? Flicker, you probably, with that wisdom check, you probably would think yes. It, it suppressed our ability. Now I just wish I had to spell magic, which I don't. Uh, what would you guys like to do now? I think Unfossible is trying to say something. So he's pretty much said that the culprit stone stops our abilities, but there is a ring that shows our presence. <laughs> yeah, he understood well. Okay. Um, well, uh, I did not know that that little stone was did, did that exactly, and, and they have a ring? Uh, I've never seen them. Um, have I seen them wear, wear any sort of rings to this effect? Uh, being that you have been there for a year, you would have noticed that um, 
let me. Was it? Are we talking about the uh, the ring around the neck? No, the manacle. Yeah, you would have noticed that on Cedric's hand there was, because you've been there the longest, uh, Thorn. You would have noticed that Cedric off often wore a um, an unremarkable ring. It was silverish and goldish, and had a large dark red stone. And it was the only ring he wore. Okay. Well, um, that that's good to know, uh, Clicker. Maybe when um, is it oh, uh, Knit uh, returns, we we can try and look at this hole a bit better. Is there is there anyone know what might be able to fit in this place? Like, have we missed a missed a a, a secret hidden door along here at all? There was a gust of wind down the far end near the office when, when the door was pulled open. Well, maybe we should explore that area. I think it's worth a shot. They, they mentioned putting mushrooms in, in holes to turn on. Online. I think he mentioned that they um, use mushrooms to turn on something. Yeah, that was my plan with sticking the mushrooms in the hole to see if something turned on. Well, uh, I look a little bit sheepish and I sort of uh, nod towards Norbert to, to do such thing. <laughs> Norbert shoves a handful of mushrooms in the hole. Norbert, I need you to get, roll me the percentile dice, please. You can roll them in the chat window. At this moment, uh, Clicker, it is quiet past the door. Yeah, you open the door and peek outside and you do not see anybody. Norbert, as you are reaching up to put your hand, how tall are you again? Uh, five foot, six foot, 10, 13 foot, 11. It's on one of these. I know it's here. I am 13 five foot, foot eight. 11. Five foot eight. Okay. Uh, so when you reach up and put your hand uh, on the side there to put the put the mushrooms into the hole, uh, you can feel that there is um, on the on the side of the wall there the of the of the tiny hole uh, there is. What do you call it when it's the option of a, de a depression when a, when it sticks out? A nipple. <laughs> uh, okay. A but only if rock. it's cold. <laughs> Not quite what I thought, but uh, a protrusion. On, a protrusion. No protrusion. Oh, that would be an erection. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Come on. A rock erection. Well, it is stony. So you notice there's a protrusion when you place your hand on the wall as you're uh, reaching to put the the uh, the glowing mushrooms into the hole. As you place the glowing mushrooms in a hole, as your hand reaches past that darkness, your hand just kind of disappears as it enters. It's not cut off. It just you can't see your hand as you place the glowing mushrooms into the hole. Yeah, that makes no sense. And the glowing mushrooms, I assume, disappear as well. So 
they're not glowing anymore. They, they're just—it's like there's a black curtain in front of everything. Yeah, like a black curtain. Mm-hmm. Did any lights come on anywhere around us? Did no. anything change? No. Oh. Oh. The only thing that was odd was the protrusion that you felt when you leaned up against the wall. I'm and have I, and I'm going to let go of the mushrooms, so okay. that they're now. I'm assuming they're now in, in the, the hole. black hole somewhere. Yes. And then I'm going to feel around to see if I can feel them. Like, have they fallen further into the hole, or are they just where I let them go? Uh, as you start feeling around, you can definitely feel the mushrooms where you drop them, but you notice that there's a, another protrusion on the other side of the of the tiny hole's entrance. Trying to stay stealthy and check all corners before I cross them, I want to move up to the entrance of the room and start scratching into the ground with an unimportant part of the key so as not to destroy its functionality. Clicker, give me your stealth check, please. Okay. Uh, you carefully sneak out, back out, slipping through the crack in a door. Still looks like a door when you look back. Doesn't look any different than just a double stone door. Uh, looking down uh, into that passageway there to the south, uh, it you can't see anybody. But give me a perception check. But you are able to still, just on the edge of hearing, you can hear the sound of someone fumbling around on the rocks back in the mushroom cavern. And you can hear as well, a little bit further past the sounds of, of rock crumbling and whatnot, uh, the sound of, of at least sounds like maybe two or three voices that are uh, in quiet conversation. Uh, what, what were you saying, uh, Norbit? You wanted me to roll a percentile dice. Yeah, you did that already. <laughs> and then you asked, "What did you feel anything else? And I, ex I explained what you felt. Then did you yeah. say something else? Um, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. So when I rub my hands over these protrusions, does anything happen? Do they move? Can they be pushed in? They. Uh, you notice that the one on the left feels larger than the one on the right. You can give me a perception check. Oh, look at that. Um, you can definitely tell that these protrusions, there's the one on the left is absolutely larger than the one on the right. And you notice that there is an odd shape to them. Um, they, th there's definitely a pattern to the shape and you can tell as you're feeling that they have the feeling of a bottle. They have the feeling of the outline of a bottle. Did we actually collect those bottles that were in the chest? Yeah, we did. Yeah. You're carrying them, Thorn. Am can I? I? Can I? Can I pick it up? Can I pull it out? No, the protrusions, as you feel around, you can definitely tell that these protrusions are part of the, st a part of the stone. I've got, I've got the four potions. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, they, 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 if, if you were to put them in parallel to the shape in what you feel to what you could see, 
they certainly would feel like the shape of the potion bottles. And the one on the right is the same same shape, but smaller. Have we got a small potion bottle? The potion bottles are the same size. The only distinction okay. between potion bottles is uh, one is uh, ye- white yellow in color. The other one is um, silvery liquid. Yeah, with flakes in it. Yeah, it's hot to the touch. Yeah. That one. Um. So. Are the bottles, uh, uh, the bottles cross section the same as the hole in, in the uh, in the center? You mean, do the would the bottles fit into the hole? Well, for starters, yeah. Yeah, they would fit in the hole for sure. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I I can pull one out. Uh, I'll pull out uh, the one with the translucent liquid uh, that has a white ye- uh, that is white and yellow in color. Yep. Put it in there and see what happens. Um, through the darkness, you can see the left protrusion glowing yellowish in color. When I bring the bottle near it. No, just when you stick the bottle in the hole. Okay, I put both of them in then. The sil- one of the silver one, one of the yellow one. So when you put both bottles in the hole, both the one on the left lights up and has a yellowish color, the larger one, and the one on the right lights up and it has a silvery color. But nothing happens. Nothing else happens. Darkness remains, but the, Is the, sl- those, the symbols appear. The symbols appear? Are they so these symbols that I saw before? Are they glowing? Yes, those are the symbols you saw before. Okay, and um, has the darkness disappeared? So that what uh, darkness remains, but I can still see the symbols. Yes, I don't understand this darkness that remains. If the can you explain uh, it I, to me? I think of it possibly like the the spell darkness, maybe that blocks natural light. But when you put the bottle in the hole, then the the hole glows. Not the so hole. what you're saying, so what you're the saying is that you can see the light from the bottles, but it's no. not illuminating anything else. No. The symbols that you felt, the protrusions that you felt, they start to glow. When you stuck the first one in that had the translucent yellowish color, the leftmost symbol gl- glowed yellow and it shone through the darkness. And you could definitely see the outline so that when it you... looked like the bottle. Then when he stuck both in, both the left and right symbols, both lit up, shining through the darkness. The left one was yellow, the right one was silver. So when you say symbols, you mean the things that are shaped like the bottle? The protrusions. Right. Is is the um, the cross-section of the hole, or the, that flat surface down the bottom, is it sloping down away from us? Like, no. if I were to pour the liquid down, it would go down that way? No. Okay, so it's just horizontal. Correct. Alright, I'm going to put all four bottles in there and see what happens. The the symbols remain glowing. Okay. I take one of each of the separate bottles out. Yep. The symbols remain glowing. I'll probably go through a few, few different... Um, 
You will notice that if you put the yellowish colored one in, the yellow symbol glows. If you put the silver colored one in, the silver symbol glows protrusion. Okay, is there any other, looking around the room, is there anything else that's starting to glow as well? No. Um, I look at Norbert and go, maybe we should uh, have a look around and see if there's anything else that uh, stands out now that I've got these bottles in here. Yeah, I agree. Maybe in the pillar room. And does Clicker see anything on the outside? I try to be fast and quiet. I write, We are never coming back. Meet in Ramag's drinking hog. I'm Mick and I play Norbit. Hi, my name is Ryan, also known as Unlucky Geek on Mixer. I'll be playing the Trollkin Warlock named Valen. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard. This is Ivan, I'm 28, and I'm the community manager of Hammerdog Games. And I'm going to be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. And then there is me, the GM, storyteller, and Imagineer. I'm Dagobah. So until next time, good people, adieu.